0: the US government wins philip wiggle is sentenced to death by hanging and george washington pardons him it's interesting because in a prior newsletter that we put out in shots if you read it you would know that george w- george washington loved his whiskey he even had a distillery on his property during the late 1700s and so it's interesting that philip wiggle was pardoned but that is the story what is up everybody welcome back to the social drinkers podcast where we talk about the art science and industry of alcohol social drinkers unite unite (laughs) it's like spongebob (laughs) it's like spongebob (laughs) that's awesome how's everyone doing this week real good real good been hanging out been hanging out yeah uh, yeah we haven't recorded a podcast since your little incident do you want to tell the audience about uh what happened to your to your precious little hand
1: yeah i've been doing a little uh little recovery after a motorcycle accident i crashed
0: <laughs> yeah yeah we almost lost a cherished member of our social drinkers family on the motorbike yeah is a little is a little close a little yep. too close but a little a little too close but now he's drinking again <laughs> yeah got, our, got ourselves a, a nifty little, oh, dang. little scar there i haven't seen the scar since you got the bandage off yeah wow wow that still is still got my rough. stitch
1: marks and everything
0: that is Oof. rough well that's the biggest update we have on our side as a social drinkers crew. If you got anything more interesting than that, send it in. I think, uh, hopefully, it's not more interesting than a motorcycle crash. And by interesting, I mean catastrophic. So, catastrophic.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> so, hopefully not. But what's everyone drinking this week?
1: I went to Acme, which, for those of you who don't know, that's a grocery store. <laughs> and picked up something called not your father's
0: root beer oh looks like that yep it's pretty good very very familiar with not your father's root beer one of the hardest throw-ups i've ever had from drinking was from not your father's root beer dude it's strong it's very strong and it's got a lot of sugar in it
2: yeah it's super sweet i got didn't i get that for you for your 21st birthday
0: yeah, you got it for my twenty first birthday, and I drank all of them really fast. And then we went to Jamie's house, and I had to throw up, and I threw up all over the side of her house. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sorry, Jamie. Not really, but anyway, um, <laughs> that 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 drink can be a little dangerous if you take it too too quickly.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. for sure.
0: Kate, well,
2: drinking, I I am drinking a glass of white wine. It is Oyster Bay is the brand. I've been recently getting into white wine in like the last two years, I would say. So I don't know too much about it, but I did say this on a previous episode. But if you're new, I will still give the little tip. If you're looking for a good white wine, New Zealand makes really good white wine. And that's where this is from. It's made in New Zealand. I think the price point is pretty good, like 15 bucks or something. So Yeah.
0: I think you've started to get into white wine ever since you decided that you're a seasonal drinker. Once you decided <laughs> that that was your brand, you've started to get into white wine. No,
2: I didn't decide that it was my brand. I just found myself gravitating towards those drinks in the summer, lighter drinks in the winter, darker drink, like darker drinks, which is like common. In the summer you eat salads and colder food and in the winter you eat more like soups and warmer homeier food.
0: You don't have to defend it. I'm not arguing. I agree. I would also say that I'm a seasonal drinker as well, except I'm not abiding by the seasonal drinking tonight. I'm drinking rye. Just neat rye, but it's a special rye, and it ties right into the first thing I brought this week. This rye, anybody want to take a guess at what brand it is? You'll never guess, so maybe not. I know what it
2: is. Yeah, yeah, you know what it is.
0: You know what it is. It's called Wiggle Whiskey. And Wiggle Whiskey has a really, really interesting history behind the name of the distillery. So first, where is Wiggle Whiskey? It's in the Strip District in Pittsburgh, which I would liken it to... I'm not going to liken it to a city because those of you listening might not know what I'm talking about. If I talk about cities I've been to, you may not have been there. But it's a it's an area that's being gentrified lots of distilleries breweries lululemon type stores peloton type stores if you if you get my description it's a lot of upscale spots that are being gentrified into a previously not so upscale spot so it's a really cool area of pittsburgh and wiggle whiskey sits right within that they have really great food if you're looking for a place to eat while you're in pittsburgh But the whiskey is outstanding, and it's pretty funny because I've tried a lot of different whiskeys, bourbons, rye, straight whiskeys, and I was told that Wiggle Whiskey is some of the best whiskey you'll ever taste, and I didn't really believe it. And then we went and did a flight. I had a Manhattan with some rye to see the quality, and it was just phenomenal. It is phenomenal. Uh, I have the single... The single barrel rye or the single cask rye i can't remember which one i have uh i'd have to look at the bottle but i have one of their rye, and it's so smooth it's got the perfect amount of earthiness smokiness and still a little bit of sweetness so that it's not super harsh like some ryes can be but it is outstanding now i'm going to stop and let it breathe because i realize i'm talking a lot i feel like i'm lecturing about this whiskey but have you guys, A, ever been to the strip district in Pittsburgh, and B, heard of wiggle whiskey before? No, neither.
2: Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> neither. Um, But I will say that I tasted the whiskey, and you are right. It is some of the best whiskey ever. It's got, like, caramely flavor, and it you can actually really smell the flavor, too, which I feel like... Isn't as common for whiskey to have super strong flavor in the, in its scent?
0: I would agree with that. I would agree. And they do a great job with that balance. So I highly recommend it. You can buy it online. If you're close to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's worth a trip anyway. It's a super cool city. But if you're in Pittsburgh, head down to wiggle whiskey and and give it a shot. You won't you won't regret it. But the name, The name is where the history really sits, and I think it's interesting. So it's commonly believed that the Wiggle family owns Wiggle whiskey, and that is not true. The family who owns Wiggle whiskey, let me get this right, is, oh, where's the name of the family? The Nutting family, (laughs) (laughs) The Nutting family. Um, (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, the Nutting family owns Wiggle whiskey, not the Wiggle family. And if you've ever heard of Philip Wiggle, that name might be ringing a bell from history class. So Philip Wiggle was the distiller in Western Pennsylvania who headed the Whiskey Rebellion. Do you guys remember what the Whiskey Rebellion was? I don't. Can you explain it to me? I didn't figure that either of you would. It's It's been a while since we've been in history class. But the Whiskey Rebellion happened in 1794 when the U.S. government put an excise tax on whiskey and it put a lot of pressure on distillers. And much of the distilling at that time was going on in western pennsylvania and so they say and it's really true that american whiskey was born in western pa so they put this excess excise tax on whiskey production and distillers in western pa aren't having it especially philip wiggle who heads a whiskey rebellion in 1794 that causes George Washington to dispatch troops and there's a little bit of a skirmish all over whiskey to which end the U.S. government wins. Philip Wiggle is sentenced to death by hanging and George Washington pardons him. It's interesting because in a prior newsletter that we put out and shots if you read it you would know that George, George Washington Loved his whiskey. He even had a distillery on his property during the late 1700s. And so it's interesting that Philip Wiggle was pardoned. But that is the story of Wiggle whiskey or, or Philip Wiggle. I'm sorry, but the the Wiggle family does not own Wiggle whiskey. That's what I was trying to get at.
1: Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't George Washington also have beer brewed?
0: I don't his own, know. I, his I don't own recipe. I don't want to misspeak. I'm not positive on that. I wouldn't doubt it, though. I know that they were all big drinkers back then. I just know that on his property, he distilled whiskey and would provide a barrel of his own whiskey for events at the White House and things like that.
1: Well, it wasn't that long ago that there was like, I could have sworn it was like the Washington recipe was like released and they were brewing some big Mm -hmm. companies brewing George Washington's recipe. yeah stubby bottles you remember that it was
2: around the time
0: that you got married
2: it's ringing a bell and i can't i can't remember though
0: were they budweiser cans i think or not cans but they're stubbies yeah i think it was budweiser i almost want to say but it was a different recipe it was
1: george washington's recipe
0: yeah i remember what you're talking about and i don't know for those of you listening, I don't know if it was George Washington's recipe or if it was inspired by George Washington, but you're right. There were little stubbies with George Washington's face on. It was like a patriotic beer. We need to bring that to the next episode. Yeah, because I, they, if I remember right, they were also very good. I, I yeah. remember drinking quite a few of those beers when they when they came out.
2: Yeah, it was Budweiser.
0: <laughs> okay, I thought it was Budweiser. Yeah, plus I had the goat on them, so that's why you want to drink it (laughs) so that's my first point of the week though uh wiggle whiskey highly recommended a storied history surrounding philip wiggle very fun fun.
1: so
2: why is it called wiggle if he is it be is it just um inspired by him so that's why it's called wiggle
0: yeah so the Whiskey Rebellion happened in Western Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh's in Western Pennsylvania, so it's inspired by Philip Wiggle and the Whiskey Rebellion. Got it. Yeah. Got it.
2: Um, So if you're listening and you've ever been to Wiggle, go to our Instagram and leave us a comment on our latest post and let us know. And let us know if there's any other distilleries that you think we should visit if you haven't been to whistle wiggle or if you have, but I keep wanting to call it whistle because of whistle pig.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know. It it does clash a little bit with that, but, but yeah.
1: Very interesting.
0: What else we got? I have
1: have quite the facts for you this week. Oh, nice. Let's hear it. So the color of your eyes directly correlates to your alcohol dependency.
0: I don't believe that
1: you, Hey, you know, you do you, <laughs> but I'm just telling you, according to, um, a researcher at, I believe it was Boston college. I'm not hundred percent positive about that, but they did research and found that people with blue eyes are more likely to be alcohol dependent in people with darker eyes. And it has something to do with your tolerance when you have darker eyes is lower because your mental capacity for drugs and alcohol is lower. So you're not drinking as much when you're drinking it. People with lighter colored eyes are drinking more to get the same effect and therefore they're becoming
0: more alcohol dependent. Seriously? Yep look at this i pulled up this study this is a summary of the study from the addiction resource center a new study has shown that there's a relationship between your eye color and your alcohol tolerance it correlates a connection between people with dark eyes and high alcohol tolerance and people with blue eyes and low alcohol tolerance as strange as it may sound eye color does seem to affect your alcohol tolerance among the people with european european industry dark eyes tend to be associated with high alcohol tolerance Da, 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 da. why though Hmm. the That's connection the connection yes. between eye color and alcohol tolerance is more anecdotal new research shows that there's a connection between the color of your eyes I don't know we'd have to like dive into this but that is interesting the the study exists Ray I'm sorry
1: <laughs> oh you're good I just think <laughs> so it's interesting the study you pulled up I think that people are very uh what I mean, what are the disputed over this topic? Then, mm-hmm. Because the study that I pulled up said that blue and lighter colored eyes are, are have a higher tolerance.
0: Interesting. Yeah. What I just read
1: dark. <laughs> yeah. So I, maybe people are out of their minds, but <laughs> 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 oh, no. I that's that an, was interesting, an interesting fact.
2: That's an interesting theory though. In my experience, it makes more sense that darker eyes would have a higher tolerance and lighter eyes would have a lower tolerance. I just think for me personally, I'm very fair skinned. I have light hair, I have light eyes. And I feel like I don't, I'm super sensitive to a lot of things. And I I feel like people that I've talked to with light, light tones are sensitive to a lot of things too. I'm sensitive to light, I'm sensitive to heat. My skin is very sensitive. I'm sensitive to alcohol, so I don't know. It's interesting.
0: This is definitely very anecdotal. Somebody's going to call BS on this one hard.
1: Hey, well, according to the National Health Institute, the odds of a blue-eyed person being alcohol-dependent is 1.8-fold higher than an American of European descent with brown eyes.
0: Well, so, Ray, that no, it, no one's in dispute then. That means that blue-eyed people would be less tolerant of alcohol if you're if you're intolerant of alcohol you'd have a higher likelihood of becoming dependent on alcohol the
1: study that i read said that because they had a higher tolerance they were consuming more making them more dependent
0: hmm we're gonna need to do some more digging on this one as well this is, i i have to dive into this this is interesting
1: <laughs> it seems very like it's there's a physical correlation between how much you're drinking well it's
0: it is interesting because there is a lot of anecdotal evidence that i can think of as well but i want to know why what's causing it what are they i got to go read this study that's really interesting and then i'll bring i'll bring a deep dive how's that that's that's my part of the deal to a future episode i'll bring a deep dive deep dive of this study because i'm very interested in this (laughs) nice find (laughs) Thank
2: thank you yeah interesting
0: Kate, what did you bring today?
2: So, I brought a little game that we're going game. to play.
1: Ooh, sounds interesting. Yes.
2: So, the game is in, has was in, the game inspired me because I've been seeing so many celebrity brands, alcohol brands pop up. One of the most recent, we were sitting in a bar and on the shelf was this really really cool bottle of whiskey. It was in a rectangle and it looked like it was in a glass box, but it was actually the bottle of whiskey itself. And I looked it up and it is called Mercer and Prince and it happens to be by A. S. A. P. Rocky. And it got me thinking there are so many alcohol, celebrity alcohol brands that we have no idea. So I figured I would do a little quiz for you guys to see if you can guess What alcohol brand is correlated to what celebrity? (laughs) Let's
0: Let's do it.
2: Okay. So as I was doing this, I was just going to let you kind of free for all guess, but I think that that would be way too hard. So you're going to have, there's five alcohol brands and we're going to go one by one and each one, I'm going to list four different people that that could own the brand. So,
0: So we get multiple choice. It's yes. that hard. Okay. Yeah. It's <laughs> like state okay. testing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. The first one is called Born and Bred Vodka. And your options are Zach Efron, Chris Hemsworth, Channing Tatum, or Scott Eastwood.
0: Who who's up first?
2: You can go. What was
1: the what was the name of the alcohol?
2: born and bred vodka
0: okay ray is it me or you you go ahead okay born and bred vodka you gave four of the same people with different names let's see get it
2: do you like do you like my strategy there yeah i did that on purpose
0: born and bred scott eastwood i'm gonna go with hemsworth
2: both of you are wrong
0: dang it Oh, man, yep. I thought I thought born and bred, you know, Clint's dad, very good. Yeah,
2: yeah, that that, that tracks. But now Channing Tatum, super cool branding. We'll link it in the show notes so you guys can check it out. I've never actually seen this in stores. It's actually potato vodka, so I can drink it. I'm very eager to try and see if I can find it because I'm interested. The branding really is really cool.
1: I want to hear Chris Hemsworth say born and bred. Born and bred. That's <laughs> like, all I want. <laughs> all
0: right, Ray, you're up. I'm 0 for 1.
2: Okay. Well, the I next don't... one is hag club with what?
0: How We, we got to get some clarity on the rules here for a second because are do we each get a shot on this or is it I get a question, then Ray gets no, a question?
2: No, you each get a shot.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, So we were both wrong on that one. Yeah. Got it. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Okay, cool.
2: Yeah. Sorry. No, it's all right. thought that was clear. (laughs) (laughs) We had some thick uh, social drinkers in the house.
0: No, no, we're just competitive. I want to (laughs) know. You got to know. Yeah. You need clarity on the rules in case at the end there's conflict on the score. Got it. Understood.
2: (laughs) All right. Tag Club Whiskey is the next, and it is, your options are Pharrell Williams, Cristiano Ronaldo, David Beckham, Idris Elba.
0: David Beckham. Mitch? I- Idris Elba.
2: The answer is? David Beckham.
0: Dang. One nothing, Ray. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Only a soccer player would call something club. <laughs> that's
0: true. Dang that's
2: it. Why I, that's why I threw in Cristiano Ronaldo, because I was like, you could you could guess it. Yeah. Okay. Indigo Gin. Akon. Snoop Dogg. Pitbull. DJ Khaled
1: akon okay snoop dog
2: snoop Dogg is dang it
0: gin and juice dude (laughs) yeah but akon likes purple so i thought maybe you know
2: it's it's the way that it's spelled is i-n-d-o-double-g-o oh
0: well that gives it (laughs) away
2: yeah if you would have seen the actual (laughs) spelling i tried not to pronounce it like that yeah to throw you off
0: dang i'm getting killed
2: Second to last, we've got King Street Vodka. Your options are Reese Witherspoon, Kate Hudson, Anne Hathaway, or Drew Barrymore.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Drew Barrymore. Reese Witherspoon.
2: Both wrong. Kate Hudson.
1: What the heck? That was my second choice.
0: Game is rigged. <laughs> it's that, hard. I thought maybe because uh King Streets in Charleston and Reese Witherspoons from the South. I thought maybe it was some oh. ode to that. Dang it. Yeah. Yep. My guessing sucks.
2: Okay. Last but not least, Ferguson Crest. And this is actually a winery. It's like a six-acre piece of land that's a winery. So they distill, or is distill the right word for when you what you do with wine?
0: <laughs> ferment I don't actually no, now yeah, ferment. ferment 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 wine.
2: Right. Okay, well they it's not a distillery. Create,
0: they ferment wine.
2: Um, well they create wine. Um, so <laughs> Ferguson Crest is the name. The options are Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Ferguson Jenkins or Fergie?
0: <laughs> Fergie's the only one I know out of those people. Me too. Uh, the one with Ferguson as their first name. I'm going
1: to do the one with Ferguson as their last name.
2: Okay, so Jesse Tyler Ferguson, he's from Modern Family. Which okay. one is he? He plays ham's husband what's his name mitchell mitchell
0: yep That's and then
2: <laughs> ferguson jenkins i'm not entirely sure who ferguson jenkins is but they're famous
0: so it's not him
2: it's fergie
0: her oh. family
2: owns this winery huh. ah!
0: <laughs> dang it lost yep. that was hard but now
2: I know. I was. I was not going to give you the options. And then I was like, "This is going to be too hard. I. I have to give you guys the options."
0: Yeah, we didn't. We would have never gotten no. one of those. Oh my not god, a chance. Gee, Minnie. wow. Well, shaking off a little bit of frustration <laughs> after the loss. Before the alcohol celebrity
2: my... world is robust. It's
0: it wild. is robust. It, it's insane. Literally every. Celebrity has an alcohol brand. And mm-hmm. I don't know, you and I have explored this a little bit, but not enough to talk about it with any sort of expertise. But there are companies out there that help them launch these. They they ideate the entire brand, what it's going to be, Celebrity gets behind it, and then that company basically does all the work and launches it.
2: Mm-hmm. I did so. notice that it seemed like Channing Tatum's was privately owned. Okay. It seemed that, uh, and then I know for sure that David Beckham's is owned by Diageo, which would okay. make sense. That's what George Clooney's yeah. brand is also owned by.
1: Well, I'm pretty okay. sure that Pharrell Williams works with Bruno Mars
0: on Silver Ray. Okay.
1: Oh, I'm,
2: interesting. I've seen him
0: in the commercials. There's also tons of acquisitions that occur, because Casamigos wasn't always owned by Diageo. They sold it, mm-hmm. but, I think they sold for $900 million when they sold or something like that. Yeah. He made, George Clooney made way more money selling that than movies. Kind of mm-hmm. like Ryan Reynolds. Impressive. Yeah. So I have an update to something that we've talked about on the podcast and something that we've written about in the newsletter. And I think it's really interesting. So we have talked about wines and I think it was just wine that we talked about when we did it on the podcast and in the newsletter. So we did a segment where we talked about wines not having to disclose nutrition facts and health information on their bottling, and that is getting an update slightly. So in 2026 in Ireland, alcohol packaging is going to be required to disclose nutrition facts things like cancer warnings, liver disease warnings, all these different types of health risks that you face or that they have to at least disclose when you're consuming alcohol. I thought it was interesting because there's a big movement like we talked about for this to happen. And the reason I think it's interesting is because of how slow this legislation occurs. That's not a very big change not a monumental shift at all. All they're really doing is saying, hey, you might get liver disease if you drink alcohol, duh, but it is progress. And it's a change that's coming to to Irish, Irish distri- distributors. I'm trying to figure out the best way to say that. I guess Irish alcohol distribution in 2026. So it'll be interesting to see how that shift occurs throughout the rest of the world.
2: Mm hmm. That's interesting, because I want to feel like that there is some type of warning already on alcohol bottles. But I think it's like, don't consume if you're pregnant or something like that. Yeah. Um. So that, there
0: is. that's the big thing. So on there, it's don't consume if you're pregnant. That's the warning right now. They now have to let me see here. They have to Give a heads up about liver disease and any potential cancers that can be caused by alcohol. Those are the big changes on top of calorie calorie counts and grams of alcohol. They don't necessarily, I guess, worldwide have to uh, include grams of alcohol. They do have to include ABV, but that's a that's a little a subtle shift as well. Hmm.
2: Interesting. Well, continue to keep us updated because like we said previously, we could very much be seeing calories and nutrition facts on our wine label, not wine. Well, yeah, the story that you shared last time was with wine, but just our alcohol bottles in general, which is interesting.
0: Changes are coming. So I
1: brought one more very slight, interesting fact, and I'm going to ask you, why do you think humans initially started looking for alcohol? Way back when, first people that drank, why do you think they were drinking it?
2: So, I think that it's because the water was not healthy. There was, like, a lot of uh, disease, I guess, uh, bacteria in the water, and so I they turned it into alcohol to make it drinkable.
0: I was going to oh, say that maybe they were cutting water with alcohol to clean or sanitize the water. Cause it was dirty. Um, that's the only thing I can think as a really root use of alcohol, but.
1: Okay. Well, according to scientists somewhere <laughs> don't know where, um, the ones that, uh, Esquire uses, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, we initially started our relationship with alcohol because it made us less likely to starve to death. Hmm. And then somewhere along the line, we noticed that we get drunk. And then that became a celebratory thing.
0: I always thought that maybe we found alcohol on accident. You know, someone well, just I'm got hammered drunk. Yeah. I'm, I
1: mm-hmm. imagine that like people were starving to death. And then somebody like found some alcohol somehow and they were like, I'm living longer.
0: Interesting. So (laughs) so do the, do the calories from alcohol save you from starving to death is basically what happened. They were apparently. Okay.
2: Yeah. That's my guess.
1: Pushes you a little bit further along the, along the line. So, Hey, if you're ever stranded in a raft and you have a flask,
0: don't share. There you go. See, (laughs) I think it really just takes your mind off the pain that you're in.
2: (laughs) That could be. You're less
0: likely to give up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's hilarious. Well, that's really interesting. I would have bet anything that it was to sanitize or Mm -hmm, something along those lines. Pretty interesting, though. Pretty crazy. Definitely.
2: That is interesting. I also have one more thing that I wanted to share before we wrap up the podcast this week. There is a product that I found, and it's called Say So. And it is a mixer, essentially, but it's in a tea bag. So they have different flavors. And the whole premise is that you don't ever have to like shake a cocktail, mix a cocktail again. You just add, you steep it, and then you add your liquor to this mix and so they have only a few flavors they have the skinny margarita skinny spicy margarita the skinny cardamom paloma the old-fashioned and then the rosemary honey moscow mule and so it literally looks exactly like a tea bag there's no alcohol or anything in it and you just steep it and then add your add your liquor
0: that's interesting i would be really interested to try that and compare the taste to a traditional cocktail because I think of something like an old fashioned, I guess you could. There's probably sugar in the tea bag, and then bitters, you could get that taste in non liquid form very easily.
2: Well, it's made with bitters.
0: Yeah, that's what you mm-hmm. could. I'm I'm just thinking of these cocktails. The only thing I can think the difference would be that they'd be lower proof because a lot of the times you're using a liqueur of some kind, and now you're mm-hmm. using a non-alcoholic mixture in this tea bag. But that's interesting. I really would be curious to try that.
2: Yeah,
1: it's almost like infusing.
0: A yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. it's. It's just like yeah, you're basically infusing whatever base spirit that you'd go with there. Right. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. So I'll have it linked below if anyone wants to try it. Let me see the price point real quick. Um, For a pack of eight, it's $16. So I don't think that's too bad.
0: No, I $2. feel like that's not two, that bad.
2: Two bucks each. Yeah. yeah.
0: Not bad at all. And not bad at all in this podcast episode, I would say. You guys got right. anything else? All right.
2: I think that's, that's it.
0: All right. All right. Well, as always, you know where to find us everywhere on the internet. That's where we are. Just kidding. You can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on TikTok. We post on YouTube. We have a newsletter that I'm trying to think of all the content. We have a newsletter that goes out every week. It's called Shots. That's my favorite thing that we do. I love doing the podcast, but the newsletter is something where we get to dive really deep on topics of news and history and recipes and all kinds of things so if you or someone that you know would find that interesting go ahead and subscribe to that also i've just started tweeting which is really funny because twitter is a mess it it sucks to to be on there's so much like trash on there but uh, we're, we're going to tweet. So if you want to go over to Twitter, that was such a great advertisement for going on Twitter. <laughs> Twitter sucks, <laughs> Twitter, <follow> sucks. <laughs> Twitter sucks. but we don't. So come look at our Twitter. Uh, yeah, that, that would be super cool. If you followed us on there, uh, we post on LinkedIn. Just kidding. No, we don't. <laughs> hey, for all the old people out there, we have a Facebook. Yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot the, uh, I forgot the Facebook. And then we post this podcast every single Thursday. So subscribe. And do all the things. Follow, share it. Don't buy anything because we don't have anything to sell. But yeah, If whatever. you've made it,
2: if you've made it this far, take a screenshot and post it on your story and give us a tag at We Are Social Drinkers, and we'll repost you. And then we can have some conversation about the episode.
1: Nice. Right. We want
0: free shout outs. <laughs> give them yes, to us. Yes, we do. <laughs> all right. I think that's it. I think that's it. I'm empty. Cheers, guys.
2: Almost. (laughs) Cheers. (laughs)